0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Well, up until today, the leadership race for the uh, Alberta PC party had uh, only one candidate. Uh, Of course, uh, as we all know by now, Jason Kenney is going to uh, resign at the end of September as a member of parliament and will be there once the, uh, the green flag is dropped on this leadership race. Technically gets underway October 1st. Jason Kenney announced his plan back in the summer. He is going to run to be the PC leader. Then he's going to propose talks with the Wild Rose Party, propose a creation of a a new united conservative party, and then run for the leadership of that party. So he's got an ambitious plan, but not everybody likes it. Not everybody agrees with it. But like I say, up until today, there was nobody else in in the race to to offer a, a different vision for the PC party. Well, now there is. Former MLA Donna Kennedy Glanz, uh making it known today that she is going to run for the PC leadership and she joins us on the line here this afternoon. Good afternoon Donna.
1: Hi Rob. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I- I'd imagine that any kind of a decision like this is not an easy one. So talk a bit about your thought process uh, over the past few weeks.
1: Well, it's been more than a few weeks, and uh, I'm doing it with uh, absolute steely determination. It's really clear in my mind that this is what I want to do, and I've got a really solid team of people around me. Some people who are not new to politics, but most of the people around are are really um, people who aren't people who've played politics and been in politics and they want a better province and they're willing to do um, the work that it takes to talk to Albertans and build that better province. So I'm really excited having that team around me. Right.
0: Now you, you have a long history with the PC party of Alberta, obviously uh, you were an MLA, or a cabinet minister, but of course um, it, it ended on a somewhat tumultuous note. You, you didn't run again in 2015. You'd sat as an independent, for, for some time leading up to, to that election. So how did that impact your decision? How might it impact uh, how people view you in the party?
1: Well, I sat independent because I made a moral choice, a, a choice of conscience about um, governance issues. And I think that most of the public is is uh, very uh, much in accord with that decision. And they were many were at the time, and I think even more now, I uh, went back into the party uh, caucus uh, under Prentice and uh, was concerned about what was going on and chose not to run again. I've been mentoring young people in politics, um, working quietly behind the scenes on policy questions. And we spoke last time about electricity. I care deeply about this province, and it's it it is making it just it's heartbreaking to watch and see how many people have lost their jobs and how we are uh, speaking about oil and gas, which is the driving force in this economy. I've got two sons who are unemployed. I'm living this, and it's breaking my heart watching this go on. So from that perspective, I do see a path forward here that actually is about uniting the middle, and I think that can be successful, and I want to listen to what, People have to say, average Albertans have to say, not just political parties.
0: Okay. Well, all right. Well, I want to come back to that point. But uh, clearly then you're laying a lot of the blame at the feet of of the current government. You're concerned with how Alberta is being governed.
1: I was, um, and I was pretty clear about that. No, but I mean right now right now the current Um, government the current government (laughs) i think we're not very friendly to anybody um who's wanting to invest in this province and i am really concerned about it i they may be trying hard but i think some of the decisions being made right now are putting us in a place that it's going to be hard to 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 navigate through this uh and we've got a start to course correct really quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm very concerned.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people are, but you know, as it pertains to, I guess, the, the former government, do you, you think that the, the last election was a message of sorts to the PC party? What, what are the lessons to be learned from that defeat?
1: <laughs> humility, absolute, utter humility. Um, I think a lot of people have learned that lesson and, we have to we, we have to understand that we're we're in a hard place in alberta and we're in that place together and the only way forward is for all of us to start to treat it like a barn raising we, we we've got to come together and stop worrying about who does what and just move this forward and that you know, I. You know, see so many young people who are unemployed or underemployed, and you know, to be a SAGD engineer in this province right now must be heart just heart wrenching. We have to figure out ways to make sure these people don't leave the province. I I really think that's important right now.
0: Yeah, well, certainly it is. Now, you've well, you just spoke of uniting the middle. Clearly, that's uh, a different kind of vision than the unite the right vision that, that Jason Kenney has laid out. So w- what do you mean by uniting the middle, and what would you make of what Jason Kenney has proposed?
1: When I talk about uniting the middle, when you look at the votes, the voting patterns in the past, the PCs lost votes on the left. They didn't lose them on the right. The Unite the Right model, in my mind, is a federal model. It, it, it doesn't work in Alberta. Alberta isn't the same as as a federal model. I just I think we need to look at the numbers, um, giving people a place that they can look at and say, yes, those values that you're speaking about, yes, fiscal conservatism but maybe not as socially conservative on the far right as they're willing to go, but giving them a place to go. That's what we're talking about.
0: Well, it's one of the motivating factors for you then to get into this race is that you don't think Jason Kenney is the the right fit for
1: the party. I like Jason Kenney. This isn't a personal thing at all. I respect his contribution to politics, but personally and, and more importantly, um, based on the, the, the facts of the last elections, I don't think this model is going to work. I don't think that approach is going to work. So I know there people have different points of view on it. I've looked at the numbers, but people... We lost people on the left, um, and I think we need to go back to being what people are in this province and listening to people, listening to Albertans. um, I spent a lot of time last fall uh, talking to Albertans with Viewpoints Alberta. We talked to 500,000 Albertans about energy and climate policy. They have a lot they want to say, and and I think I really want to hear what they have to say, and I'm listening. I have been for a long time.
0: Well, okay. Um, But when you talk about going back then, are you, I mean, are you referring to a a certain leader or a certain time and place? I mean, the PC party has been through many iterations. I mean, Ralph Klein to to Ed Stelmack to to Alison Redford to Jim Prentice. Well, I guess, (laughs) and we had an interim premier in between there, those last two. But um, they they offered different approaches, different visions. Are are you thinking uh, of one in particular? (laughs)
1: That's a tough question. I think right now we need somebody at the helm who understands business, um, who understands the value of a stable economy and enterprise entrepreneurialism. We've got to let people feel that they can make a difference. And I also think... The fact that I've been at a political table is actually really relevant.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, you're going to be rolling out a platform in the coming weeks, and there'll yeah. be a lot of time to talk yeah. about these issues. What, what do you see, though, as, as the, the likely focus, then, of your campaign?
1: Oh, it's going to be about citizen voice and actually engaging with people, um, not not for the sake only of the conversation but to get to what people's priorities are and certainly we've been having those i've never stopped having those conversations we want to understand what young people are looking for even people who aren't necessarily affiliated with political parties and obviously economics um, and enterprise in this province are absolutely essential business so all that experience in business i think it'll be useful
0: Okay, so the race begins officially October 1st. That's right. So what needs to happen between now and then?
1: Oh, we've got lots of work to do, as as do other campaigns. We have to uh, gather uh, supporters, names of people who are supportive in all the five regions of the province, and we have to come up with some cash, and And um, we will be rolling out our platform in a more formal way in a couple weeks. Um, it's very exciting. I, I'm really looking forward to actually having real conversations about what people want to talk about and, and getting to some clarity, uh, clear direction. I, I think everybody's looking for that.
0: You don't anticipate it's going to be a two-person race then?
1: I don't think so. I've heard lots of other people who are evaluating, putting their name forward. Um, I had a final decision with my family um, and, and that once I made that decision, I feel very comfortable moving forward, and and uh, I, I understand what this is, and and so does our whole team, and I'm really grateful for that. All
0: right. Well, I'm I'm not running, so maybe that makes it easier for you. <laughs>
1: okay, Rob, if you reconsider, you should talk to me. Okay,
0: all right. Well, Don, I'm sure we'll we'll have a chance to talk again, but thanks for making some time for us here today. All the best. Well, thank you. Bye. All right, there you go. That's Donna Kennedy Glans, former uh, PC cabinet minister, and um would be leader of the pc party so let's see what happens here she's uh throwing her name into the into the ring here they're added to the ring i guess is the uh, metaphor doesn't expect it's just going to be donna versus jason here we'll see uh, are there others sandra jansen is a name we've heard a lot about thomas Lukaszek is another richard stark is another um but it, look i mean jason kenny is going to be a, a formidable opponent and if you've got multiple candidates who are sort of the anti-Kenny candidates, maybe that plays into his hands. So we'll see. Do do those who want to stop Jason Kenny they have a vested interest in saying, "Well, hang on a second here. Let's not crowd the field. Let's find one and, and get behind that person." It's going to be an interesting race. I don't think Kenny has it in the bag, but uh, he's he's going to be tough. So now at least someone has stepped forward and said, "Look, I'm willing to take on Jason Kenny." I think there have been a lot of other people who have had a whole lot to say about Jason Kenney uh, who seem a little timid about jumping in, it seems. Nine seven four eight two five five. what do you make of Donna Kennedy Glance as a potential PC leader? We're back with more right after this.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.